Welcome to the You Can Call Me Bossy podcast with me, Mary Teresa Tringali, certified life success coach, TEDx speaker, and best-selling author. This podcast is for you if you've ever been called bossy or too much of something. My goal is to help you recognize your natural leadership instincts, get curious about what the label actually means, and find the courage to stand in your power and go after it anyway. Consider this your permission slip to thrive. The time has come for you to own your bossy. So let's get started. Well, hello, my friend. Uh, Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode one and the first quick hit episode that I'm going to do. And honestly, I have a lot to say about this topic, so I'm going to do my best to keep it at 10 minutes, and this might be a part one. It's actually something that I'm recording in real time that I'm experiencing in real time. And so I thought that what better way than to start this podcast journey than to talk about something that's happening for me in real time. And I know that I'm not alone in this. I know that there's somebody out there who is probably experiencing some form of this in some way. So I wanted to make it the first episode and really set the tone for where we're about to go in this journey of the You Can Call Me Bossy podcast. And I, if you listen to the intro episode, you heard that I've been wanting to do this podcast for over 10 years or nearly 10 years, I should say. And originally when I thought of it, it was only about interviewing other women. But now over the last 10 years, and really I'm 40, so it's been a long time of working on this stuff, of dissecting this stuff, of becoming aware of this stuff. I don't think that I would have been able to talk about it the way I'm ready to talk about it with you now. And also as a reminder, we're going to be learning together in real time. We're going to be evolving together in real time. So a lot of the topics that I'll be talking about are things that I'm talking about with my clients, but also stuff that I'm evolving through, working through, growing through myself because I am the boss. The the boss. Uh, I am a bossy lady and I've worked really, really hard to come to terms with that, but also to see about what it means to own that part of myself and not hide from it. Um, I'm sure at some point we'll talk about the shadow self, but the shadow is when you feel shame for something about you that you kind of push to the side and you kind of push way down into your unconscious mind, but it's still something that drives you. It's still something that impacts your life. And we'll talk about mindset and we'll talk about the subconscious mind and how our programming creates our thoughts, which create our emotions, which create our actions, which create our results. And 95% of the thoughts that we have every day are unconscious and that includes your shadow self. And I think that a big part of what we're going to talk about today is that wound of ours, the bossy wound that is has been kind of forced down deep within us, or at least me, and so maybe you too, that we have been forced to kind of throw away or or hide that part of ourselves because we were told that it's not a good part of ourselves. And when it comes up, 
when the shadow self starts kind of rearing its head, when you start unconsciously, subconsciously start taking action based on that wound, it can really truly get in the way of that drive and that passion and the purpose, what we're supposed to be doing for our lives. And this is, like I said, happening to me in real time. So I wanted to talk to you about it and what I'm doing to help myself. So I have a tendency to speak up (laughs) when things are not working. Um, I have very strong boundaries and I am not comfortable doing things out of integrity. Um, This was a problem in New York City when I worked in the publishing industry where everybody kind of didn't really have that value of of integrity or like there weren't really that many people who were sticking to integrity, meaning they would overpromise, underdeliver, um, or they would, you know, overpromise and then put it on somebody else to deliver and kind of like never really study. And by somebody else, I mean me. And when they would overpromise to a client, they'd put me in a position to have to say no, to have to beg somebody for support, to be the bad guy and be thrown under the bus. And I would really, really try and stick to my guns in so many ways to protect myself. And that became a story of I'm being too tough. I'm kind of being not assertive, but I mean, too assertive, maybe, but aggressive in keeping my boundaries. Um, And, you know, that was really a struggle for me. And in previous jobs, more recently within the last 10 years, there's places where me speaking up and pointing out that things are not working triggers the other person. And when that happens, they turn it on me. But also when this bossy wound comes up, sometimes it comes up for me when I feel like I'm not being heard. Sometimes it comes up for me when I'm giving clear direction and others are not listening. (laughs) And Back in the day when I didn't know that this is what was going on, I didn't understand mindset and I didn't understand our shadow self and I didn't understand that I had all of this happening within me, all this programming happening within me. I would take action on that drive to protect myself and that action often was aggressive and it often was not kind and it could be something that would really upset another person because I felt like I was getting pushed into a corner or I wasn't being heard. And it often came from a place of I care so much and things are out spinning, spinning, spinning out of my control. So what I've had to work on through all of this time is understanding boundaries. What does that even mean? What do they look like? How can I communicate them better so that the other person knows where I'm coming from? But also understanding that not all feedback is for me. And oftentimes when I'm receiving feedback that's telling me I'm too much, I'm too this, I'm too that, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, it's often times saying more about the other person than it is about me. 
And I got to say, <laughs> can I just say that actually all of this is a huge part of why I'm so driven to build my own business where I can do things on my terms and I don't have to worry about if I'm triggering other people. And in fact, the people that I'm triggering are actually my clients who are paying me to trigger them so that they can have their awareness, bring up that awareness and build awareness around what it is they're supposed to, they need to change or what they're resisting or where their shadow self is. And it's kind of funny that that's where I'm at now. And that's the life that I've created in the business that I've created for myself. But it's still happening. It's still all around me. Anytime that I see something happening that isn't efficient, that isn't working, um, I'm you know, at my core, I'm a logistics and process person. I know that boundaries are the best way to support other people, to give them structure, um, or at least I feel that way, to for people to understand what they're receiving from the get-go. And if they understand the boundaries, I think that's the kindest thing that you can do for somebody else. Kind is clear, clear is kind. But that's not always in alignment with other people, and especially the people that I might be working on behalf. And so that's a real struggle for me. And when these moments come to a head, when there's a tough conversation, and I know that there's, I'm feeling lots of frustration, which is my not self. If you do human design, frustration means I'm not in alignment with who I'm supposed to be. I start to fall into this place of here I go again, being this bossy person, everybody's going to hate me, nobody's going to like me, nobody's going to want to work with me. And I have to remind myself. So even after all of this work, I go back to that place of shit, I'm going back to that too much place, that too tough place, that person that nobody is going to want to talk to or work with. And I've had to learn how to take a step back and really look at what's going on. And so I wanted to just give you three things that I'm doing right now in real time, what I would like to do, but what I'm actually doing. So that maybe if this is sounding like something that might be helpful for you, or maybe you've gone through this where your bossy shadow pops up and you want to run and hide and you want to play small and you don't want to do it again and that and you learn the lesson of, well, next time I won't do this and I'll just hide and I'll just stay quiet. That's not the answer either. That's not the answer either, because somebody needs your help. If it's your job to speak up, you have to speak up. If you don't speak up, people won't know that there's a problem. So in my moments of the bossy, the bossy wound popping up and needing to deal with it and dig into it and understand it, I did three things. Number one, I walked away from all outside energy. So I shut down my computer immediately. I sh did not go on social media. I did not connect with anybody. I put my phone on the other side of my house. I just, I needed to be with myself and with my feelings. And I didn't want to numb out of these feelings because I knew I needed to let myself digest what was going on. Now, I say all that, but before I totally shut down, I did make the decision, I'm going to shut down. I'm not doing anything. I'm not sharing content. I'm not doing this. Because you know what? If I continued to work, if I continued to 
create content, if I had done this episode while I was in that state, it would not have had a good energy. And to create from that space, that wounded space is not where it's at. That is not the vibe at all. So I needed to walk away. I needed to walk away. I needed to shut the outside energy down, not me myself shut down, but the outside energy shut down. And before I did that, I did do one thing I didn't want to do. I wanted to just not speak to anybody. But what I did was I went in to my mastermind and I held myself accountable and said, I'm going through it. I am having a moment. I am feeling this bossy wound and I'm really frustrated. I'm really sad. I'm really angry. And I just let myself be witnessed. And I posted it and I did not go into a specifics. I left it super vague. I just said, I'm having a moment and I need to be witnessed. And I let it be. And I posted and then I put, I did put my phone down. I didn't even look to see if anybody responded, if anybody offered support or anything. And I didn't even ask for support. I just asked for witnessing. And in doing that, in holding myself accountable to saying that I'm going through it and being witnessed, what I did was I raised some awareness to my coach so that she could bring it up to me the next time we talked about it, the next time I talked to her, hold me accountable to making sure that I worked through it instead of running away from it or whatever it was. I knew that I needed to say something so that somebody else knew that I was going through it instead of me just trying to hold on to it myself and me just trying to work through it myself. That never, ever, ever works for me. I need somebody else to see me. I need somebody else to witness me. I need somebody else to hold me and hold that space for me when I'm going through it. So number one, I did not continue working and I disconnected from social media. I did not put myself in a position where I could numb out because that's what scrolling would have done for me. It would have it would have helped me not feel the feels. And then number two, I asked for help. And then number three is that I let myself have that time with my coach where we talked through it. And I did it unfiltered. I almost cried. I didn't cry. I cried the uh, without but while it was happening, but I didn't cry while I was getting the support from my coach. But I just didn't hold back. I just said everything I needed to say. I explained everything that was going on and my frustrations, my anger. I didn't care that I sounded like a two-year-old. In fact, I even said, I'm a 40-year-old grown-ass woman. How come I'm still dealing with this? But here's the power of coaching and being seen and letting yourself be seen in this, in your natural habitat. Because it is so my natural instincts and my natural skill sets and my just who I am is the stuff that's being told is not good, is not good enough, is not enough, is, is too much. And so that gets really, really confusing. Because there is nothing more I want than to be into integrity and authentic. And when those two things are brought into question, just who I am at my core is brought into question, then I start to feel like there's something wrong with me. And by putting myself in a situation where I got to be witnessed, now I have a coach, you might have a therapist, 
Please don't put, unless your friends are open and willing, this is the stuff that's hard sometimes for your friends to take on. So that's why I pay for support. But I needed to be seen by somebody who was looking at me from the outside and who could give me a different perspective. And I have to tell you that after our conversation, she made me feel so much better I felt seen. I felt understood. I felt like I wasn't crazy. And yes, of course, there's always stuff that I get to look at and say, okay, there's probably room for growth here. There's probably room for me to do some work, to lean in, to get uncomfortable. And also, maybe this feedback doesn't exactly belong to me. Maybe I'm just in the wrong place. Maybe I am just not supposed to be where I'm at, and that's okay, too. Maybe some changes need to be made. This analyzation of what's going on and really looking at it and taking the time to journal on it, to talk it out, to be witnessed, to be seen, this is the stuff. This is how we move through our wounds especially something like a bossy wound, which, by the way, reminder that bossy is an umbrella term, right? So when we're talking about a bossy wound, it's anything that you've ever been put down for or said you're too much of being your most natural self and somebody telling you that's not good. And you think that it's actually just like, well, this is just me. And one of my clients the other day said, oh, yeah, well, my whole life I've been told I'm too cheery. Can you imagine being told you're too cheery and having that be a bad thing? But it's true. It's just too much of something, right? And so the work is in allowing yourself to feel it all and not holding it in your side yourself, letting yourself be witnessed, supported in any way you need. And that's what I've done. And I'm working through it. Now, are we at the end of the road? I'm not really sure. And I'm going to let this unfold. I'm going to keep doing the work. I'm going to keep allowing. I'm going to keep seeing. And just let's see what unfolds for me. This bossy wound, it's real, man. It's real. And it pops up sometimes when you least expect it. All of a sudden, it forces you, it, it makes you go into a space of what's wrong with me. And that's where it's like, oh, no, let's slow down here. Let's take a look. What's actually the opportunity? What's actually the lesson to be learned here? Is it that there's something wrong with you? Or is it that maybe you're not in the right situation? Maybe this is more about the person who's giving the feedback. Maybe there's just, it's just not the right place for you, right? So anyway, I knew this was going to be a little bit longer. Most quick hit episodes are going to be just around that 10 minute mark. But today, this was an important one. I thought it was important to start off the podcast with this one. We'll be revisiting the bossy wound again. But I thought it was really important to give you these three steps for any time that you might get into a space of a bossy wound, what you might need, some other things that I might have done I might have danced because I love to dance, maybe moved my body a bit. Um, There's this practice that we can do called swamping. I thought that maybe I could have done that. I just felt better once I talked to my coach and moved through it and did some other work. And so anyway, wanted to share that with you. I hope it was helpful. I'd love to hear your biggest takeaways. 
what you thought. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to subscribe to the You Can Call Me Bossy podcast because this is the kind of stuff we're going to talk about. And I want to give you tools and practices so that you don't let a moment like when your bossy wound pops up get you down. And the most important thing that I'm working on is I can't let this hold me back from what I'm building in my business. And that's why it's so important to talk about it. It's so important to move through it. It's so important to work on it because it cannot, it cannot, it cannot hold me back, right? And it can't for you either. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I can't wait to keep talking about this stuff with you and I will see you or talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the You Can Call Me Bossy podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would show your support by writing a five-star review. It will help build momentum for the show and you'll have the chance to be featured in a future episode. Also, don't forget to share this episode with a friend who might need to hear it today. Now, go stand in your power and own your bossy. Talk to you next time.